Welcome to A Wealthy Life for Her with Teresa Leftenant, where we discover our personal definition of wealth through conversations with talented and successful women who are living their version of a wealthy and meaningful life. Teresa Leftenant is owner of Reinventing Her Money, a boutique financial planning and wealth management company located on Seattle's east side. Teresa is a licensed financial advisor and certified financial planner professional. Securities and advisory services are offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor. Member FINRA, SIPC, CFP and Certified Financial Planner. The Certified Financial Board of Standards Incorporated owns these certification marks in the U.S., which it awards to individuals who successfully complete CFP Board's initial and ongoing certification requirements. The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for an individual. We suggest that you discuss your specific situation with a qualified professional. Our guests are not affiliated with or endorsed by LPL Financial, Teresa Leftenant, or Reinventing Your Money. Hello there. Welcome to episode 21 of A Wealthy Life for Her with Teresa Leftenant, where we are exploring how women can create a meaningful and abundant life on her terms. I'm a certified financial planner, wealth advisor, author, and speaker with over 30 years experience and professional women and their partners hire me to gain the right knowledge and confidence to overcome their financial challenges that are faced by women as they pursue a wealthy life. And a wealthy life is not just about the size of our nest egg. True wealth is found when we're pursuing our passions, exploring who we are, expressing our inner talents, and living our personal dreams. The mission of my show, let's engage in casual yet deep conversations with experts who are exploring what it means to live a wealthy life and then they share how they're doing just that. And then I'll reveal tips and ideas to help you have the money you need to pursue your dreams and really enjoy your life. Now this episode is part of our career series and our guest, Sonia Price, owner of Dynamo Careers, will share how to find fulfilling work and get paid well for it too. Well, I know you've all heard the saying, the only thing constant is change. We are certainly living in the middle of constant change right now, aren't we? Well, one of my clients recently asked me for some guidance with her goal to make a change in her career path and manage all the details of a long-held dream to move to another part of the country. Although she was clear about what she wanted to do, she was worried whether these changes in her life would set her back financially and whether it was the right thing to do at this time in her life. And as we began our work together, my client expressed a lack of belief that she would be able to do all the things necessary to actually realize what she'd been dreaming about for many years. At first, it seemed impossible to her, even though she knew it was she was a very successful woman in her life in every way. And I reminded her it was important that she practice believing in herself and believing it was possible, which would give her the confidence she needed as she made took all those little steps necessary to create real change. Now, this is how we framed our work together. Step one. I reminded her how awesome she was, and I suggested that she make a list of all the wonderful things about herself. Now, some women find this kind of difficult to do because some of us are taught not to brag, but acknowledging yourself for all your good quality fills you with strength and positive emotions. 
And this is when being disciplined and not letting your mind spiral down when your fear shows up is really important. Remember your brilliance, your creativity, your persistence, your ability to learn and bounce back. I encourage my clients to talk to themselves in the mirror, in the car, in the line at the grocery store. Love on yourself. Remember all the great things that you do every day. Step two, make a list of all your strengths, talents, and abilities. Now, this is when you get out the notebook and you make a list of your accomplishments, your education, the talents you were born with, the abilities that you've been praised for. Your brain needs to be reminded what you bring to the table when you talk about yourself and ask for what you want. Your strengths and talents list can be referred back to if you ever feel inadequate and need a real jolt of motivation. Step three, find evidence that someone else has accomplished what you want. If you don't know anyone personally who has done what you want to do, then ask for help from your friends, from your family. Read books, biographies, articles, Google it. Because ordinary people do extraordinary things every day. There's nothing under the sun that hasn't been accomplished before. And if someone else has done it, you can do it too. Step four, identify all those nasty little negative beliefs. All right, back to the journal. What is your mind really worried about? Not smart enough? Not young enough? Someone might not like you? It's common for women to think these kind of negative thoughts and beat themselves up when things don't go as planned. Remember this, most of our core beliefs were shaped in childhood and they aren't really true anymore anyway. So getting on top of your negative thinking is a, is a real critical step to reaching those goals that you have in your mind. And step five, throw out the beliefs that don't support you or what you want. So you, getting those unhelpful thoughts out on paper gives you power over them. You write them on the paper and then you physically cross them out. This action will reduce their power over you and help you figure out how to overcome them. Negative thoughts can really stop us when, when we feel afraid and uncertain. So it's your job to stop thinking negative thoughts. Step six, reinstall new thoughts and beliefs that will help you along the way. You know, change does require a lot of action. So you've written down the negative thoughts and told them to take a hike. Now replace them with more positive thoughts that will support you in getting what you want. Negative thought might be, I'm too old to change careers. But the new replacement positive thought could be, I can learn whatever I need to succeed. Step seven, celebrate all the little successes along the way. You know, sustaining motivation throughout a long change process requires that you continually reinforce your belief in yourself and belief that it's possible. So take the time to really acknowledge yourself for every little triumph along the way. My client, she just celebrated winding down her corporate career as she winds up her new business. She has all her financial ducks in a row, which required many small steps and triumphs. And she now has a timeline for her move to that beautiful part of the country that she's been dreaming of. So whether you're pursuing a new job or a better position at work, 
a new relationship or you're just in the process of getting your financial ducks in a row, practicing believing in yourself and believing it's possible can be a real game changer. Hey, if you're having challenges with your finances during this time, I invite you to view my video, Seven Financial Habits to Survive COVID-19, by signing up at my website, reinventinghermoney.com. All right, let's introduce our guest now. As the chief career strategist and owner of Dynamo Careers, Sonia Price is incredibly passionate about empowering professionals to find and secure meaningful work and get paid incredibly well for it too. She's the author of two books, The Pivot Point System, and a new book called The Infinite Leader, launching next year. Sonia has spoken all over the world, including at the Women's Economic Forum, where she was awarded the prestigious Woman of Excellence Award. She holds a master's degree in leadership and organizational effectiveness, and has earned five coaching certifications in career, life, neurolinguistic programming, and executive coaching. <clears throat> Sonia has helped clients land roles with many top organizations you'd recognize, including Amazon, Google, Facebook, Microsoft, Starbucks, and countless small to medium-sized organizations. For the past 15 years, she has supported hundreds of professionals to identify, quote, who they want to be when they grow up and how to earn a killing doing it. Her clients really rave about her coaching programs where she helps career professionals understand how to clarify their career calling and position themselves to make up to $100,000 a year and more. Hey, welcome to the show, Sonia. Where hey. were you when I was experiencing my career confusion? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so wonderful to be here. Thank you for having me, Teresa. You're so welcome. So let's begin by learning a little bit more about your career. So tell us about your journey to learning who you wanted to be when you grew up. Oh, man. Well, I wish I could say it was a really short, concise journey, but it's been a pretty long one, which is one reason why I am a career coach now, as I try to help people shorten that time frame so they can get to find a fulfilling career in a short period of time. Uh, you know, many, many years ago, before I even started college, I learned that my aunt was an executive coach, and that really fascinated me. So I knew, I knew pretty immediately, like age 18, that I wanted to get into coaching, but I looked like I was 12 and I knew nobody would take me seriously until I had like real business experience. So I went on, got a college degree, actually took me a really long time to finish college. I, I it took me six years. And I, I, when I finished, I had a degree, but I had no more clarity about what I wanted to do with my career than when I first started. So uh -huh. I basically got a job as a glorified admin working with a startup company, um, but that startup company, small organization, gave me a ton of opportunity to move into another role as a product manager. But then um, I realized I wanted to get into consumer research and there was other things I wanted to do with my life and my career. So I started to learn the process of how to promote and position myself for success and how to land roles that I didn't necessarily have extensive experience doing already. So I ended up moving to um, work inside of a consumer research lab did really well there, but then ultimately realized I wanted to change directions, got a job working in business development, did that for a few years, decided to change directions again. Um, in the midst of all of that, I went back to school, got a master's in leadership and organization development, 
and then um, ended up doing what's called change management consulting. And that was my last like, you know, full-time corporate career. I've also uh, started a number of businesses on the side, including Dynamo Careers, which is what I now spend my full-time efforts doing and, you know, helping clients achieve a lot of the same success that I did in my own career of completely reinventing themselves or figuring out what they want to do for a living and also how to make more money doing it so they can have the kind of lifestyle that they want to have as well. Well, so you have really been there, done that, so that you really relate to people who come to you and say, I really don't know what to do. And especially the part of, I went to college thinking one thing about myself and got out of college realizing that that's, I'm a different person now. I don't know if I want to do that for a living. So tell me before we go to break, you know, how did you come up with, so this was a part-time thing you started and then you decided to take it on full-time dynamo careers it really gets your attention so how did you land on that well the dynamo dynamo careers the name dynamo really has significant meaning for me um you know i always heard that saying you know people say oh she's a real dynamo i was like oh that, that sounds so cool like i want to be a dynamo how do i become a dynamo um or what does it mean to be a dynamo right so i started researching the name dynamo and I found that like in science, what a dynamo means is a sustainable generator of energy. And I just think that that's so perfect. And so, you know, as I work with my clients, I like to see the coach client relationship is like, maybe I can help them spark that initial, you know, get, get the fire going. But then ultimately, really, I want my clients to have that sustainable generative energy to keep growing their career and accelerate the success that they really truly desire in a really sustainable and fulfilling way. Beautiful. And uh, I love the fact that it's the, the generation of energy because that's really what we are. We, we as human beings are just kind of like a ball of energy, but it's where we direct that energy, which determines, you know, what we actually experience in life. So we're going to take a little break, but when we come back, I want to uh, help, have Sonia help us explore how to gain clarity with, with our career goals. Since, you know, we spend so much time at work, we want to make sure we're in the right place as best as we can. So stay with us. We'll be right back. When is the last time you questioned if your job is the right fit for you? If your skills are being utilized to the fullest, if you are being underpaid, imagine how your overall life will improve when you enjoy your work and get paid more for your valuable contributions. Your career and your financial future is your responsibility. So stop waiting to get your dream career and your financial plan on track. Ready to upgrade your career? Check out the career coaching options and sign up for the free mailing list at dynamocareers.com. That's D-Y-N-A-M-O careers.com. Reinventing Her Money was born in 2003 with the vision of expanding services beyond traditional wealth management to include financial literacy, money mindset, and empowerment coaching for professional women who have unique challenges to becoming financially independent. Start your journey towards pursuing a financial life on your own terms at reinventinghermoney.com. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, SIP. 
KPC. Giving local voices a chance to shine. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to A Wealthy Life for Her with Teresa Leftenant and my guest, Sonia Price, owner of Dynamo Careers. So we were talking before about your career tra- trajectory and how, you know, you had to learn who you wanted to be gr- when you grew up. And that's what you want to do for your clients. So where do you start when someone comes to you and says, I really don't know what I want to do, you know, for a, a career? What suggestions do you have for them to help them get clarity. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, it really depends upon where, where the client is or where you are. If you're listening to the show today, right. Is like, sometimes people are in a space in their life. They're like, I have no clue. I'm ready to go back to the drawing board. Let's see what are all the available rate. You know, what's a wide range of what's out there, what's available for me and what would be feasible for me to pursue. Other folks already have some sense of an idea, but they're really looking to you know, clarify and refine and fine tune and become more of a specialist or maybe even move into leadership. So really it's a matter of starting with, you know, figuring that out to begin with. For those folks who want to like go back to the drawing board, I oftentimes will recommend utilizing a few really helpful career assessments to help jumpstart that process. And, you know, I kind of liken, you know, finding your career path can be a little bit like throwing spaghetti against the wall and see what sticks. Yeah. And then once we see what sticks, which, you know, that's kind of what I use the assessments for is like, let's look at that big wide range of things. Let's just get a bunch of data out on the page, see what starts to surface, what's what people start to gravitate to. Then we need to apply the special sauce. And that can be the you know, that can be a matter of like finding out what is important to each individual person you know, what's that range of different decision-making criteria that's important to you? And then how do we find the right mix of everything? So not just the right job title, but also what's the right industry? What's the right type of organization? Does that fit with your values? Does that fit with your, you know, work-life balance? Like what are the kinds of things that you need to make it be a fulfilling career for you? So definitely, I'm assuming at some point after someone starts to uh, narrow down the wide world of what's possible, that they set some goals. So how do you help people do that, set some goals? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, um, I'm such a fan of short and long term career goals because Mm -hmm. I found that most people just kind of approach their career by default. You know, it's like, oh, I got, you know, someone offered me this job, so I accepted it. Then I started working on these projects. I gained these skills. And then all of a sudden, you know, 20 years later, I've landed up here. And now this is what I do. I'm a big fan of really being proactive and strategic about defining short and long-term career goals. And so that can look a couple different ways. Sometimes when I work with people, it's like, oh, you know, oh my gosh, I found my dream job. This is exactly what I want to do but I don't have the qualifications for it quite yet. So then we're going to develop kind of a backwards plan of, okay, well, what are some of the interim steps that you need to take in order to get there? And how can we accelerate that process as quickly as possible so you can get there sooner rather than later and be learning and gaining those skills along the way. And sometimes that doesn't even mean you need to like go back to school or get a new certification. Sometimes it does, but sometimes it doesn't. Um, And then the flip side of that is sometimes we figure out, okay, well, what do you want to be doing next? And you can immediately move into doing that next new role. But what else is out there in the future? 
Like what, you know, after, you know, you're going to do this for a few years and then in all likelihood you're going to get bored or, you know, the market moves pretty quickly. So you need to be continuously learning and growing and building new skills. So then what, what's going to be next after that? And do you want to pursue leadership positions or do you want to become more of an expert, you know, down a chosen career path? And what are all the different things that you need to be working on so that you can continue to accelerate that career path as fast as you want? You know, not everybody is like a, you know, huge mover and shaker. Not everybody wants to climb the corporate ladder, but you know, there is value and merit in identifying what your future career path is. Even if you're, even if you don't want to, you know, become a leader, you can still become an expert or a specialist in a given field. And that can significantly increase your overall compensation as well. Well, uh, what I notice is, you know, you said people do their career by default. And, and, and I find that a lot of people do their money by default. But mm-hmm. once you have uh, talked through all these different aspects of what's possible and actually set a, a set of goals, short and long term, then you have a path. To follow, even if you end up adjusting it along the way, it's the fact that you actually have a path and a vision that can be very motivational and help you move forward in taking the steps, which is what I was talking about, you know, in my intro. So, you know, when I uh, wanted to interview you, I visited your beautiful website and I downloaded your free report, Move Up or Move Out, Why Your Career May Need a Major Upgrade. So tell us about some of the statistics in that report about how many many people change their jobs. Mm, Oh, my goodness. Um, You know, the stats are always changing on that. Right. Um, first of all, if people want to download that report for themselves, they can go to my website, dynamocareers.com forward slash newsletter. You'll get access to the free ebook. And then, um, you know, I'll, I'll send you a few emails that, you know, you can unsubscribe at any time. Would love you to have access to this free ebook. There's tons of data, tons of statistics in it. And, um, the, the one that really, uh, really caught my eye was uh, the hidden dissatisfaction about their work that many women are hiding. And mm-hmm. I, I find that in my in my work, too, as I talk to women about their income and about what they want in their life. There's so many women who are stuck and they don't know where to do where to turn. They don't know what to do. Women who are stuck in their careers. Yeah. Yes. Um, you know, there's many things that can make people feel like they're stuck in their career. Maybe they just feel like their job isn't a good fit or they're bored or they feel trapped or stuck or they just feel like their skills aren't being, being utilized to the fullest or right. maybe they're underpaid. Um, you know, I think there are some specific things as it comes when it as it relates to women, like what challenges women experience in their careers. And one of those we are all aware of this is inequity in pay. Mm-hmm. Um but there's also a lot of things around, you know, that it sometimes is more challenging for women to manage work and life, you know, especially if we have families being able to manage the job and continue to accelerate our skills and leadership and anything else that we want to there. But then also being able to maintain and really, you know, do our best jobs at home and be fully present with, um, you know, our partners and our children as well. Yeah, it seems like there's this, uh, you know, we have a concern. I remember when I was raising my children and I was in corporate America at that time and I was climbing the corporate ladder and it was a constant pressure between the two. 
And so, you know, there's always this desire to see, okay, how do I balance things in order to have it all? I'm sure a lot of your clients ask you that question. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of that is really ensuring that you're working in the right organization for Mm -hmm. you. Every organization has its own work culture. And, um, you know, we've all heard stories about many organizations that want you on the clock around the clock. They want you always, always on, always answering emails and that sort of thing. But there are a number of organizations out there that do not expect that. Mm-hmm. So it's a matter of finding those kind, those right companies for you. And generally I recommend that people kind of, you know, do a, an exploratory process to see, well, what are your personal values? You know, some of us have families, some of us don't. Some of us want you know, weird things like, and it's not that weird, but you know, maybe you want to bring your dog to work or maybe you want to work at, um, you know, a highly inclusive organization that really values diversity or, um, you know, maybe you want to work someplace that is um, LGBTQ friendly, like whatever it might be. There are a number of like best places to work for list out there. And I will often use that as a starting point to, Start searching for your personal values and see what types of organizations are already in alignment with that. Maybe they've already won awards or they've been recognized for their work around that. Um, And sometimes you can go to companies, individual websites, too, to read through their values, mission, vision and see, you know, what what do they say that they're committed to? And then you can also read through employee ratings on sites like Glassdoor to see from employees who actually work there, what are their reviews of what it's like working inside of that organization? And do you feel like it would be a good fit for you too? Um, And, you know, finding the right organization for you can be just as big as a battle as finding the right job title for yourself, because we know that so much satisfaction actually comes in the people around you. So regardless of your job title or your tasks or responsibilities, um, the number one retention factor is if your manager cares about you as a person. Uh-huh. It's number two is if you have a best friend at work. So you want to be thinking of the types of organizations that draw in like-minded individuals, because then you're probably going to be, you're probably going to have more satisfaction. You're probably going to be happier. You're going to have more people to laugh and have a good time with at work. Well, I'm going to say this many times during our conversation, where were you when I needed you? But you have this um, this uh, criteria for satisfaction that you go through with your clients, right? I uh, do. You're really helping them think about these individual selection processes. Mm-hmm. So to add, tell us more about that. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, just like I said before, finding the right organization is just as much as a good fit as the job title itself. Um, you know, I talk with clients around different things, like what's meaningful, what's important to you. We actually go through and rank prioritize a number of different decision-making criteria. Things that are included on this list include like commute time, uh, company culture, company values, coworkers, dress code, flexible work hours, growth opportunities is a place that's going to help you grow. What are the health benefits? Who's your direct manager? What's the product or service offering? Is that a good fit for you? Is that something you can really get behind and stand behind and feel uh, you know, confident about your contribution to whatever that organization is putting out in the world? 
Um, other things like retirement contribution. I know I'm totally speaking your language here. Yes. Teresa. Um, compensation, you know, salary, and then all the other things that may come along with it. Some people really want to work for an organization that offers um, either equity or stock ownership, um, tuition reimbursement, work from home possibilities, work life, what's the work life balance like? And then everybody has their own unique things that they want to add to the list too. Like I mentioned my one client who, uh, she just really wanted to work at a place that was dog friendly. Um, or some people want, uh, you know, organizations that have a really helpful maternity leave package or family leave package or, you know, other things like that can also start to come into the mix. Right. And even an organization that would allow you to move to another part of the country. What what I see is, is that you really represent the um you know, the person, the, the employee uh, who's looking for the best match they possibly can. It's like a fit exercise. The The company's looking for someone to work for them that's going to, you know, stay and grow and contribute. And the the person wants to do that with the company, too. And, and I, you know, when I was uh, back in the day working for corporate America, there wasn't this much thought going into the whole fit process, making sure that, that people fit with an organization. So this is really great to know. So I, I want to talk a minute about, you know, in my business, I'm really, uh, I focus on having a conversation with women, professional women about their income and about how, how they can make it increase over time. So let's address that salary issue in terms of your experience with negotiate, negotiating around A, getting paid what they're worth, and B, getting raises. Yeah, well, there's a number of things that go into that of, in terms of increasing your pay. Um, one is understanding what are the feasible opportunities up front that can actually help you make the kind of money that you want to make. So sometimes there's some research involved in that up front in really identifying, okay, what do you want to be doing for a living? And then, you know, what does that pay? And is that in alignment with your personal financial goals? And how does all that come into mix? Even if you just stay, you know, so sometimes you can make some pretty big leaps in that way. If you identify something that's like, oh, hey, here's this thing out here that has similar roles and responsibilities, but for some reason it pays $50,000 more per year. Like why wouldn't I try to switch over and do that thing. Um, and a good example of that is like, if we take, you know, um, let's talk about project management, pretty, pretty general type of job description, right? You could be a project manager. You could be an IT project manager or technical project manager. If you have anything technical in your job description, and there might be a few additional skills you might need to learn, but Generally, those roles pay significantly more. In fact, I've actually helped some clients do just that and made up to $100,000 more per year making that shift. So, I mean, there are big, big leaps that can be possible, even just utilizing most of the same skills that you have. Um, even if you're not going to make a big, big, huge leap like that, sometimes just changing organizations every couple of years, you're going to stay current with the actual competitive market rate pay. And generally you can, um, you know, get a, at least a, a 10 to 20% bump in pay just by moving to, to a new organization because they have to stay competitive with the current market rate pay. If you stay in your current organization, 
like many clients that, you know, I've worked with people who come to me and they're like, oh my gosh, I've worked for the same organization for 10, 20 years. And they usually just get that 3% cost of living increase each year. You know, that can actually hold you back a lot in your financial goals over the course of your entire life. If you're only getting a 3% bump in pay each year versus every couple of years, you get a 10 to 20% or maybe even much, much, much more, you're getting a higher, um, you know, jump in pay that can make a huge difference in your current lifestyle, but also in your longer term financial future, especially if you work with Teresa and you invest <laughs> wisely and she'll get you set up for the long term so you can actually have a luxurious well, you know, things have changed since, uh, again, since I was younger and working in corporate America where we were really taught to just stay in the same job and retire. But nowadays, I mean, I have several clients who uh, I'm thinking of two in particular who are in the healthcare industry who actually, you know, part of their career is uh, staying fresh and staying uh, current so that they can do what you're saying, move every couple, three years so that their income can increase. And both of them have had significant increases in in their pay by having that philosophy and by sharpening that saw of, of being a good interviewer, of being connected in the industry, of knowing people who to talk to, uh, you know, networking, that whole thing. So um, before we go to break again, I want to ha have you mention a free tool that you have, which is called the Dynamo Salary Negotiation Calculator. So tell us about how our listeners can identify their own lost salary opportunity cost. Yeah, absolutely. So if you go to dynamocareers.com forward slash calculator, you can download my salary negotiation calculator. And what this will show you is that if you stayed in your current job and you got that average annual pay increase per year, which is generally 2.8% versus moving into a new role, you can identify how much more money you think if you move into a new role. And then we look at what is that actually going to look like over the remainder of your career. And this only assumes that you move into a new role and you stay in that new role for the rest of your career. <laughs> We're just going to look at those two scenarios. And let me give you a real quick example of one, one of my clients who um, he was making $47,000 a year in his old job. We worked together. He got a new job, completely new role, really loving what he does now. And he's now making $104,000 per year. So he got a $56,000 increase in one job jump. And that's a 117% raise just through getting a new job, right? And then, so he's 35. If he stays in that same job, for 60 or until he's 65. So he stays in the same job for 30 years. We know he's going to keep moving on, but just this one scenario here, um, that actually equates to a total additional income of $1.75 million for the remainder of his career. And that's just one example of one client. Uh, you know, you know, you may, you may make more or less than $47,000 a year, um, if you make more and you land a job making even more, you know, I've had clients that have made up to like $3.5 million more over the course of their lifetime. 
So I'm glad that you're talking in these big numbers because I, I think that's something we have to help uh, women do is actually add up the amount of money that they're going to earn over their career lifetime. Because um, I just was reading this article, uh, a Schwab study that said that most people right now are expecting that they will need to have at the end of their working life in order to retire $1.6 million. Now, of course, you know, I'm not going to make any recommendations because everybody's different. But what I want uh, this moment to uh, bring to people's awareness is that we must think in bigger numbers. We must have the potential to increase our income in order to have that period in our life when we get to choose if we're going to either slow down our career or end our career. So we're going to take a break now. And when we come back, I want to continue to talk about, you know, recommendation for the unfortunate folks who might uh, be having a break right now because of COVID. And also um, people who also are always wanting to pivot in their career. So come on back, folks. We will be right back. When is the last time you questioned if your job is the right fit for you? If your skills are being utilized to the fullest, if you are being underpaid, imagine how your overall life will improve when you enjoy your work and get paid more for your valuable contributions. Your career and your financial future is your responsibility. So stop waiting to get your dream career and your financial plan on track. Ready to upgrade your career? Check out the career coaching options and sign up for the free mailing list at dynamocareers.com. That's D-Y-N-A-M-O careers.com. Professional women face unique challenges from financial and life circumstances that threaten their long-term financial security. Women earn less than men, live an average five years longer, take time out from their careers to raise children, and are less confident making financial choices. Are you ready to solve the challenges that are robbing you of financial independence? Visit ReinventingHerMoney.com and schedule a chat with a female financial planner who cares. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor. Member FINRA SIPC. Get inspired every hour right here on Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back. My guest today, Sonia Price, uh, owner of Dynamo Careers, is talking about, you know, these amazing tools that she has to help her clients really have a dynamo career, which is one filled with energy that you're feeling fulfilled and earning a great salary throughout your lifetime. So let's talk now about, uh, Sonia, about those folks that you know, unfortunately may be having to take a break because they were laid off. So, you know, are you getting a lot of calls from folks? What's the market look like? Um, Give us an update. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is unfortunate what's happening with um, our, our world and the economy right now. But you know what? It's not as dire as we may think that it is. Here's what I know about the current job market. You know, some industries have been hit much harder than others. Um, you know, if, if you work in service-oriented industries, you've probably seen bigger impacts than other industries. And I'm talking about like food and retail. 
Um, travel has also been hit extremely hard. Travel, you know, travel, food, retail, construction, service-oriented industries like that are really the ones experiencing the biggest significant impacts right now. Um, if you're in a situation that you've been laid off, I'm terribly sorry to hear that. That sucks. Nobody ever wants to go through that. Even me with having a successful career, uh, I got laid off twice in my career. Yeah. It happens to the best of us. So if you're in a situation that that's happened to you, do not take it personally. Just, you know, my, my biggest um, advice to you or encouragement to you is just utilize this opportunity as a really wonderful time to reinvent what you really want to be focused on. Um, you know, and there are some industries that are really killing it right now. Like there are many examples Amazon, Amazon is crushing it in the marketplace. Zoom, um, you know, many online productivity tools are getting utilized way more than they ever were before. So we always know that when there is a recession or a downturn in the economy, that that oftentimes gives some businesses a huge advantage and a huge opportunity to accelerate and grow. So sometimes it's just a matter of redefining, reshifting your focus, finding something else that is a better fit for you and for the marketplace as well. Um, I have helped many clients actually land roles during this time. And they're not just you know accepting whatever comes along. Um, I've actually helped a few people get their dream jobs during this time. So it's not, this is not a catastrophic event. Even though it may feel like it, there are definitely still opportunities out there. And the thing to know about this is that you may just need to be a little bit more creative than you ever have been in the past. But that's actually not that not that different than normal, the normal job market, because we have a very competitive job market. Most jobs receive anywhere from two to 400 applicants per job. So even in a normal time, you really have to like be able to stand out. You've got to find ways to cut through that clutter. So even my encouragement and my advice to you now is the same things that I tell my clients under a normal economy, under normal market standards, which is follow a process, you know, get really clear on what is the market looking for, do what you need to do to promote and position yourself in a relevant and meaningful way. You know, most people that I know um, on their own, they just make some simple updates to their resume and then they start applying for hundreds of jobs and they hope and wait and pray for the best. Sometimes that works. In my experience, I've had to be way more creative about it in my own career and for my clients too. And so sometimes they're really, you've got to be really diligent with what you're putting into your resume, how you're updating and optimizing your LinkedIn profile, and then getting really creative about the job search process itself. So don't just rely on applying for jobs online alone. Activate your network. Build a new network. We have such wonderful online tools today like LinkedIn. Go find key decision makers, key influencers. Reach out, connect with them, build relationships. Get your foot in the door. Get referred in. If you get referred in by somebody who already works there, your chances of getting called for an interview are infinitely higher, and they treat the whole interview process ex extremely different. So, you know, networking really truly does matter, and, and through doing that, oftentimes you'll end up finding out more about what we call the hidden job market, which are jobs that may or may not be posted online. Um, so you can find out about that. And then, you know, we also recommend get in contact with a recruiter network, get people looking on your behalf and never forget the power of your own network. And if you don't have a great network right now, no problem, build it. 
the time to build it is yesterday, but build it today and it'll still work for you. And don't forget to believe that it's possible. Uh, don't give up and be persistent. So thank you. Those were really great points for uh, the folks that are in that position. So I want to talk about some common challenges that you uh, encounter with women as they are pursuing their careers. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, you know, we've talked a little bit about salary negotiation. Right. Um, so first and foremost, let me just say this up front. Inequity in pay is a real thing. Um, and there are a few reasons for that. One, we definitely need organizations to take more responsibility. They need to be looking at their data. They need to be seeing what are the differences between in pay between men and women and how can they actually level the playing field. That, that definitely is a huge thing. However, there have been some research studies that have been done where we have seen that one of the biggest reasons why um, why women do not move into leadership positions and or do not have equal pay is that they're not asking for it and they're not being proactive about going out there and getting it. So let me just address the question of pay real quick. Um, Here's some specific data points for you is people who always negotiate their salary. If we look across, across the board, 37% of professionals always negotiate their salary and only 7% of that 37% are women. Wow. We need to be, we as women need to be negotiating our salary more and that can actually help close the pay gap. Oh my goodness. That is a big, big one, isn't it? We need to do better with this. We need to learn how to negotiate. Mm -hmm. There are some other things as well though. So you were asking about, um, you know, common challenges that women encounter in their career. I see that there are two types of challenges. There are challenges that are imposed upon us and there are challenges that we impose upon ourselves. Okay. So, you know, I find that women um, can sometimes, and I'm a woman too, so I'm speaking from experience here. Um, but sometimes we as women can be so afraid of the potential challenges that could be imposed upon us that we opt for the safer option. And sometimes we end up imposing those challenges upon ourselves before anybody can even do it to us. Right. So I know this is not to say that there are not real challenges in the workplace, you know, there are real things like mansplaining and unequal pay, unequal opportunities. All of those are real things. And I don't want to downplay that at all. But I also want to say that, um, you know, some of the biggest challenges that I've seen over and over again in women um, is just not having the confidence to go for it, not speaking up, not negotiating their salary, not asking for a raise. Um, not know, thinking big like, enough. Not thinking big enough, right. And then there's also managing work, work life and family life. And that's also a real thing. And I think that we need to find ways to empower men to share the load more equally at home and at work. Um, you know, and uh, gosh, there's so much I could talk about. I could talk about this for days. Sure. I don't know how much time we have, but I, I just really want to encourage and empower women to go for it, ask for it, stand up, you know, let your manager know that you are looking for opportunities and actively be building those skills inside of yourself so that when the opportunity arises, they already automatically think of you for that role and are, and are you know, helping, you move, helping you move on and progress in your career, but you've gotta be helping yourself too. Well, it's obvious that hiring a professional career coach 
can, can be so beneficial because you have given us so much information that most women probably don't know. But what should a professional look for when they're hiring a, a career coach? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I always I always think, first of all, find a coach that you feel like is a good personal fit for you. Somebody that you know is going to listen to you. They're in your corner. You know that they're going to be there to encourage you through the good times and the tough times and all of that, but that they really get you. They really get, that's what I look for in a coach is I want somebody who gets me. They'll listen to me. Um, they're going to have a good mix of asking me insightful questions, but they're also going to provide meaningful and helpful recommendations. Like personally, I, I have a pet peeve about working with coaches that just always ask me questions and they don't actually help provide um, go to guidance and coaching. So, you know, look for somebody that has an established system, something that you know that works. Look at their client reviews. Do they have people who have actually accomplished the kinds of results that you're looking for? Do they have experience working inside of the industry that you work in? Have they helped people like you before? Um, and be really clear on what you're looking to get out of it so that when you meet with people, you can say, hey, here's my past background. Here's my experience. This is, this is what I'm working with, and here's where I'm hoping to go. Or I'm so confused, I don't even know where to go. Can you help me with that? And can you please explain to me what the process is going to look like so that you have clear expectations moving forward of, you know, what you're going to, what you want to get out of it and how they're going to help you meet those needs. And then also looking to see, you know, are there any guarantees? And if so, what does that guarantee process look like? And how can you have the confidence that they are the person for you and they're going to help you get where you want to go? Well, you and I have this in common. It's about creating a relationship and it takes time. And each person has to contribute what they need and what they're willing to do to make the relationship uh, successful. Yes. So we have one time for one more question, which is tell us how our listeners can reach out to you. Oh, I love connecting with new people. So please reach out to me. You can go to my website and read more about me and my process and what it would look like. You know, if you were interested in working with me, I have it all clearly I've laid out there. You can also see, um, you know, real examples of real clients that I've worked with and the results that they've gotten. My website is dynamocareers.com. That's dynamo. Like she's a dynamo and you'll be a dynamo too if you come on board and work with us dynamocareers.com. Um, you're also welcome to email me at Sonia, S-O-N-J-A at dynamocareers.com. Well, you are definitely a dynamo. And uh, I have totally appreciated uh, getting to know you as we prepared for this interview and really all the wisdom and experience that will now live on as this show is shared over and over. So thank you so much for being my guest, Sonia. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. And you are a true dynamo too, Teresa. I really <laughs> We're a mutual it. admiration society. It's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All right, everyone. Next week, our guest will be Tracy Cromwell, the confused and frustrated dieters coach, which are and she helps women throw away the yo-yo diet lifestyle for good. She's actually been my coach a couple of years ago. So I'm really excited to have her on the show. And I also want to thank all of you for listening and taking the time. I know there's so many shows and podcasts to choose from, and I'm so grateful when you choose ours. If you did enjoy yourself, please share the show with your family and friends. 
I want to thank Alexis Lieutenant Gregory, uh, my beautiful stepdaughter who composed our theme music, Eric, my producer, the support staff at Financial Advocates, and everyone at KKNW 1150 AM. You can connect with me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube under Teresa Lieutenant. You can look for the correct spelling in the show notes. And check out all my resources at reinventinghermoney.com. And remember, financial independence is your birthright. With the right education and empowerment and the right financial advice, you can overcome any financial challenge and create a wealthy life on your terms. And also remember this, I believe in you. We'll see you next week. Thanks for being here. To fulfill the distinctive needs of women, Teresa Lieutenant created an extraordinary pricing model designed to let you decide what's affordable. You can pay as you go for just the service you need right now or receive a reduced price when you bundle services together. Find out how you can get started by visiting ReinventingHerMoney.com and select Work with Teresa. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC. When is the last time you questioned if your job is the right fit for you? If your skills are being utilized to the fullest, if you are being underpaid, imagine how your overall life will improve when you enjoy your work and get paid more for your valuable contributions. Your career and your financial future is your responsibility. So stop waiting to get your dream career and your financial plan on track. Ready to upgrade your career? Check out the career coaching options and sign up for the free mailing list at dynamocareers.com. That's D-Y-N-A-M-O careers.com. Teresa is founder of Reinventing Her Money and author of Reinventing Her, helping women plan, pursue, and capitalize on their next chapter. Available on Amazon. She is a certified financial planner and wealth advisor for professional women who aspire to a wealthy and financially independent life. Learn more at reinventinghermoney.com.